Uh, so how's everyone's doing? Uh, oh, yeah. My lungs are expelling the bad bacteria, but soon I'll be fine. I know it's a virus, don't at me. You want to only it keep the good bacteria in your lungs? Yeah, I would like yeah. it to be good. I mean, you have to build up an immunity, right? That's that's the plan in uh, in Great Britain. So. Uh, there is no plan in Great Britain. Are you saying there's a plan in Great Britain? That's the yeah, first the, I've heard of it. The, the plan is that the population has to build up immunity. So they are not doing uh-huh. anything against it. Did you uh-huh. not see that clip where uh, Boris Johnson went on TV and said, do I look like a man with a plan? <laughs> I mean, he, he, he has it now, so obviously Do I not. look like a man with a virus? Yeah. He is a man with a virus. It's because he went into yes, hospitals and was shaking hands with everyone. <laughs> Boris Johnson just licking the hospital floors. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books, too. My friend sent me um, some article that was like, showing data that apparently smokers are like being affected way less than everybody thought uh, that they oh, would be. Okay. Like what? everyone, yeah, everyone thought that like you know they'd be. They're still at a high risk, just not as high as you'd think, or what? I'm not sure. I don't know if it's like. <laughs> I don't know. He he like was spinning it like that. It's good to smoke. Smoke is coating your lungs. Yeah. <laughs> the virus yeah. can't reach. I've protected my lungs by coating them in tar and nothing can get through. It's very bad for other reasons, but this one, in this one case, it helps, I guess. Like you can't break what's already broken, right? So maybe that's the, maybe that's the idea. <laughs> exactly. They're as bad as they can and get. That's what Brand said in this week's chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a song of babies and puppies. This is the podcast where people talk about uh boris johnson and the coronavirus and nothing else uh, my name is janos i didn't think about getting a nickname I've i guess feverishly looking for one <laughs> it's not working out uh, i i'm Chaz, also known as derek bombarian <laughs> hmm. hi my name is emmanuel um i'm also chained to a horse called capitalism forced to walk or die <laughs> I'm Kay. Can I be Eric one day? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. They're different people. Totally different. The fighting <laughs> <triplets>. board. <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Rainer, and uh, there are some who call this podcast the Knights of the Mind. <laughs> <laughs> my my other option was I'm I'm that smiley boy, which I also really liked. Okay. Someone calls. Someone calls me on that. <laughs> Do we want to sh- briefly discuss uh, what George has been tweeting? God, we love the George tweet, don't we? His head picture, or that he's like writing "Winds of Winter" while in quarantine. I, I mostly care about hats. <laughs> that hat was so big. That was the biggest hat I've ever seen. It's apparently something he wore in the unaired, fucked up mm. pilot of. Uh, <laughs> Of Game of Thrones, by which I mean the pilot that uh, David Benioff and Dan Weiss fucked up so bad that uh, people were watching it, 
and they didn't get that uh, Jamie and Cersei were siblings. Well, it's pretty confusing because they do have sex. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> think that they were siblings, you know? Yeah. yeah, you'd be like, well, that's not what siblings do, so... Yeah. yeah. They're, just, like, they're hmm, just friends. They, they look similar, but they are having yeah. sex here, so they definitely can't be related. Exactly. And I love that because they, they tell that story on, like, talk shows as a... It's like a funny story of how they improved on writing because they were apparently so bad when they did the pilot. Like, mm. I, I, I want to have the hubris these motherfuckers do. I like to brag about how I don't know anything and I mm. suck at my job. It's yeah. so funny how bad I am at my job sometimes, you know? And then people still give me money. It's hilarious. They give you so much money to do a bad job. It's great. Um, so we read some chapter. Who's got the first one? I think that's me, yeah. So we're starting off with uh, Bran, who is uh, watching all... Well, he's uh, actually watching the Karstocks, who are the last one to, to arrive in Winterfell. And uh, he's he's sitting up on a tower and watching through a so-called Far Eye. Thank you, George, mm-hmm. for that one. You couldn't have called it a, a spyglass, maybe. He calls it a lens tube later, too. There's, like, another name for it. (laughs) Lens tube, I mean, the the far eye might be a a George hat in in foreshadowing, maybe. I feel like there was a lot of foreshadowing in this chapter. Yeah, absolutely. This chapter made me very uncomfortable having seen the last episode of Game of Thrones. Mm. Mm. Yeah, there is a... There's a few lines. Do we want to save that for the spoiler section? Yes. Let's play it safe and, and... Leave it for the for the spoiler section, I guess. So what we basically get is is a lot of exposition about the northern houses, like what are the sigils, what are the uh, the heads of the houses. Uh, get some some history that the car stocks are basically a, a, a branch of the of the stocks uh, uh, some generations back and and uh, stuff like that. And uh, Bran is uh, is remembering how. Rob is trying to be a good lord and uh, and get the respect of of uh, his bannerman and how he's basically having having two faces right now like the the face of Rob the Lord and uh, then when they are in private he's he, he's way more uh, yeah still still a fourteen year old child and uh, basically when he's with Bran is one of the few occasions where he's uh, he's able to. To be emotional and and let his guard down a little bit, which was there was one really cute scene I thought. Uh, jumping ahead a, a bit here in in the chapter, and Great John Amber is uh, kind of disrespectful to Rob. Then Greywind jumps uh, jumps onto him and bites off a, a few of his fingers, and then the Great John just uh, laughs it off. And uh, from that uh, incident on, uh, Rob has has earned his respect. And uh, then later that night, uh, Rob goes to uh, visit Bran and tells him that he was uh, incredibly afraid in that moment, which is understandable. It was pretty scary. This guy is as tall as Hodor, apparently, and he's like drawing a sword at you. Yeah, Yeah, he's a massive man. Yeah, and... (laughs) I mean, it, it, it's not just him. There was like that. The whole room was uh, kind of on the on the brink of, uh, yeah, of, of a fight breaking out between a, a few factions, and uh, mm. yeah, then Craven just jumps in and and uh, mauls this guy, and uh, 
then everything is okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty impressed <laughs> Rob has trained his wolf to do this. Yeah. It feels like it would be something hard to train. Yeah, having a giant wolf is a bit of a trump card in most yeah. situations. Mm-hmm. What's that old saying? Uh, walk softly and carry a big wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about training the wolf, uh, Rickon is apparently having uh, having a worse time in, in controlling his dog, which... Not that surprising, again, for a three-year-old. <laughs> I feel like Rickon is controlling his wolf exactly as much as he wants to. He's just telling it to do very naughty things. Because <laughs> in, in, in the same passage where it says Shaggy Dog like bites two of the guys, it mm. also says that Rickon is wielding a sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's hiding down in the, in the crypts and they're searching for him. And then uh, when they go down, he he jumps out with a with a sword he took from one of the of the tombs and is like slashing at them. And Shaggy Dog is is uh, jumping out of the darkness like uh, I think a, a green eyed demon they call it. So mm-hmm. uh, Rob, yeah. Rob didn't get a sword until he was fifteen, but Rickon gets mm. one when he's like three. <laughs> Imagine he's almost a this man like three year old baby is attacking <laughs> you. Young, with a youngest sword. siblings get all the privileges, you know. <laughs> who is who is taking care of Rickon right now? I mean, Rob apparently doesn't have time. Mr. Lewin, right? Yeah. Kind of maybe. Or? He's fer- he's a feral child. Yeah, he really yeah. is. It literally says the wolf yeah. is near as wild as Rickon. Rickon yeah. is wilder than his wolf. <laughs> This sucks. Uh, this is like one of the moments that I wish we'd gotten more of like the household just like, you know, there's people that are filling the castle who'll be like, you know, serving and doing stuff and they'd also be interacting with the kids and like kind of parenting them too, but we don't really get that those kind of details. But yeah, this sucks. Like I feel so bad for Rickon. He's just neglected. Yeah, he's also like he's he's screaming and, and- crying and lashing out at people all the time so uh yeah i mean he's a three-year-old who, who misses yeah, his mom he's a, he's a child. <laughs> yeah everyone keeps leaving so him he's, he's acting he like says, he says no one assume. ever comes back it's so sad oh no and he's right yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> there's like this thing that nobody knows what to do with a three-year-old because when uh <laughs> when cats talk to ned about Rickon, like <laughs> uh, in, face at the beginning fears. of the book, Ned said, "Well, he he's gonna have to grow up. His he can't be a baby forever." And in this chapter, uh, Rob also says, "Well, he can't yeah. be a baby forever." And it's like everyone's just but waiting for him to just yeah. naturally get to an age where he man's up and is not mm. a baby anymore. Like yeah, the age of five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I guess. well, we'll see how that works out. Maybe he maybe he turns out fine. I'm sure. You can just leave children there until they reach an age where they're not feral babies anymore, I guess. I mean, he has this big wolf to keep him company, so... Yeah, the wolf will help him be not feral. I mean, Romulus and Remus turned out fine. Yeah, they raised by wolves, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Raised by a wolf. Raised by a singular wolf. Who is also a baby. The wolf is baby, too, I was about to say. Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) This this baby is puppy. (laughs) <laughs> Romulus and Remus at least had a mother wolf. It's so sad. There's so few parents in this series. <laughs> Romulus and Remus, <laughs> that connection just makes me think of this old meme that's like, <laughs> Rickon and Dickon will become gay emperors of Westeros. <laughs> 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 it's 
his name right. was Dick. That's the whole joke. Yeah. <laughs> the whole joke is just that their names rhyme and one is funny. It's very funny, isn't it's it? It's a very good joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the, the main part let's say, of this chapter is uh, Bran is uh, going to the Godswood, which... Uh, he does more often these these days, uh, and he's uh, he says he's he's not afraid anymore of the gods, and instead he he kind of feels uh, he feels safer there, and he feels their presence, and that they listen to him, and yeah, basically he's, he's uh, praying for uh, for uh, his father to come back, and uh, for Rob not to leave, and uh, stuff you you would expect him to pray for. Then, yeah, Hodor is uh, carrying him around all the time in his uh, in the wicker basket on on his back that uh, Mister Lewin uh, well, built for him. He took a wicker basket and uh, cut two holes in in the bottom. His amazing invention. <laughs> yeah, basket with holes great, in it. <laughs> great, great engineering. He is truly a knight of the mine. Yeah. Do you think he, he tested that on a clay boy too? Have have photo carry around a, a boy made of clay for a day and, and see if it's around. The head is just busted off. And Lewin's like, close enough. I think Lewin probably takes like every opportunity to uh, practice pottery. Yeah, he just likes doing clay and he just tries he, to work it into all his lessons. He just has like a cupboard full of clay boys that he's trying to find some use for. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the class he probably aced at the Citadel. Like, uh, he's so clay proud working. Of his... And then he just went back to take the class again. His clay link his on his chain. Link, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he told John when he told him it takes all kinds to make this chain, but the most important, of course, is clay. <laughs> this, this is the, uh, yeah, this is the pot making ring and it's the most important for any well-versed meister which kind of people does the one the clay one symbolize um the clay boys <laughs> very important members of society no the like pottery makers they have pots and mm-hmm. plates that's too obvious we need like uh, <laughs> uh, maybe it symbolizes like the, that like yeah, that's that lady from Monty Python who's just digging. Her job is just to <laughs> dig in mud. It's very important to have mud people in your kingdom. Who else will <laughs> dig the mud? Mud gatherers. They're yeah. a pillar of society. They're holding us all up. All right. So uh, yeah, while he's in the godswood, he's uh, he's sending Hodor off to to take a bath in the in the hot springs, which uh, sounds awesome. Mm. Um, uh, I was in a hot spring. Yeah, and uh, then suddenly Osha appears in the in the Godsword, and uh, they have a, a theology discussion uh, about the old gods, and she tells him some exposition about the free folk and a little bit about her life. Yeah, she basically says, "Yeah, uh, old gods are real, absolutely. Giants are real, whites are real, and that uh, that Rob is taking his army in the wrong direction." He should go north to to fight the whites, which uh, Bran is is inclined to yeah believe yeah, Bran because is in on all of this he's yeah, like oh my absolutely. god it's all true you're so right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also get a Mansreda mention and a, uh, a little bit on on his mm. backstory that he's a he's a Night's Watch deserter, 
It's not not spelled out explicitly, but I think she says something. Well, he's it a, pretty much is. He's a crow yeah. who has fallen down the shadow tower or something like that. So, like, yeah, yeah. You, I think it's not a spoiler to to mention this as, at this point that. Uh, no, I don't think so. was was in the Night's Watch. Uh, then at some point, uh, Hodor comes back. Completely naked. He's forgotten his clothes. How silly. He's forgotten his clothes. He didn't forget. He just wanted to air off, you know? Yeah. What's with everyone being naked for no reason? Yeah. We had that we have, last Sometimes week. you just forget to put clothes in this on. Three chapters, and the buffer in life. In this, <laughs> with three chapters this uh, this week, and in two of them there is explicit mention of uh, someone's, of someone's man, manhood yeah. swinging around. Yeah. <laughs> just swinging. <laughs> George has like a manhood counter, and he had yeah. used up enough this book, so he had to try and cram them all in at the end. This is George's equal rights. Yeah. 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 Osha is, yeah. Osha is quite impressed with uh, Hodo's long and she heavy swinging man. She wasn't as about it as I remembered, honestly. Yeah, she just says, oh, he's that's, that's a big fella and he must have uh, some giant's blood in him. And that's how they get into, into discussing giants, basically, and that they are real and they, uh, yeah, they, they, they interbreed with humans. Uh, I don't know how true that one is. Yeah. Yeah, we never see any half giants, I mm. think. Unless. Unless. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's 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 more a case of like it's it's two humanoid species who split up at some point, and maybe there are still like uh, mm, some in that between, seems more possible uh, like uh, populations of just like large humans. But the giants yeah. were there before the first man. Who knows? Maybe it's Osha kind of describes how the the interbreeding works or doesn't work in yeah. kind of a, a graphic way. I wonder if uh, if George went on the Harry Potter subreddit and uh, <laughs> saw that everyone was discussing like, how did how did Hodor get not Hodor? What's his name in Harry Hagrid. Potter? Hagrid. Hagrid. How did Hagrid get birthed when? Did did his dad make his penis big with magic? <laughs> God. And Gorgio. I mean, that's gotta be a spell. <laughs> you know it does. I like I like how Osha goes like right from Sunday co- Sunday school to sex ed. Like, yeah. <laughs> he knows many things. Brad can Bran can deal with it. Friends, like I know what sex is. I have seen some dogs and one horse do sex, <laughs> so I know what's happening. And two siblings. Also, old Nan told him about the others, oh, uh, like uh, interbreeding with humans. So oh, I shit. don't think I don't think giants true. would scare well, him at wild. this point. So this eight-year-old boy has heard some things. <laughs> I mean, he's almost a man grown. So yeah, he's the man grown. absolutely. He knows everything. Theon's probably talked to him about it before. What, what like, idiom do they use instead of birds and bees? Horses and other horses. Babies and puppies. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. <laughs> no, but, like, I wonder if, like, uh, Ned, like, brings him to the stable and says, uh, boy, 
This is these horses are breeding. You this must not avert your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, John's like, okay, he is gonna take you to the horse table and make you look at the horses, and if you don't look away, he'll be so proud. <laughs> it's the only time a man can be horny. <laughs> Every two years, there's another big milestone that you have to just like watch yeah. without looking away, and it changes <laughs> as you get older. What else happens okay. in this chapter? <laughs> I don't remember after that. That's all I can think of for the rest of the chapter. Basically, um, Osha also mentions that she she herself tried to try to talk to Rob, but uh, I mean, obviously, uh, he he ignored her and. Uh, uh, and uh, Brian says, "Okay, I will. I will talk to him." He ends up talking to to Maester Lewin, who is, of course, dismissing all of this as, uh, yeah, like uh, tales that uh, that are on the same level as uh, what Old Nan is is talking about. And uh, uh, they have the discussion about uh, uh, Bran again, uh, telling, "Oh, I'll never be a knight." and uh, Mr. Lewin mentions, well, you could you could be a knight of the mind, like I am. Oh, and... A brain knight. <laughs> I can then... give your brain a sword. That's, that's <laughs> such such good content from Mr. Lewin, yeah. though. He's like, yes, my, my wit is my sword. Um... <laughs> yeah, he's like, you can't work out in the gym, but you can work out at the library. <laughs> you can also make pottery like I do. <laughs> he does mention a lot of things that he can teach. Yeah. But not magic. No, no magic, magic is fake. Which is not entirely true, I think. Yeah, there's because like a there is for like a, so. a branch at the at the citadel that is. Yeah, how else are you going to get your Valyrian steel wink? Yeah, I bet Mister exactly. Lune doesn't have it. He's a poser. I thought he's he just did. mad because he couldn't pass that class. Hmm. He was always being epic magic atheist, and they failed him every time. I, I mean, like maybe, maybe they it. are. Does a, he not? They are studying like why it's not actually magic and try to. I assume they would they would go more in the direction of oh how can we explain this magical thing with like uh, a non magic explanation maybe that's mm, like, it's just like all theory there's no or, there's no yeah. practice for the test or it's, it's just, just like, it's just documenting like the the myths that uh, or the practices that exist but not believing that they're actually magic it's a, it's a driving theory exam yeah. in a world with no cars <laughs> <laughs> it's true that they don't have cars i gotta give that <laughs> but like he's kind of acting like magic isn't even real but they know it was real for sure like they call valyrian steel spell forged like they know that mm. there was magic right like they believe what? in it right what's luin's deal Lewin says that, like, I don't know if it's this chapter, but he says later that, like, magic might have been, mm. might have existed, but now it's, like, waned or, like, gone out of the world or whatever, so. I mean, dra- like, dragons were always. the dragons. Yeah, dragons yeah. were always considered kind of magic, I think, and it's like with, with uh, the dragons, the magic died, or with the magic, the dragons died, uh, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, like, connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you'll probably remember like how in uh, in the hit uh, Christian movie uh, "God's Not Dead," uh, the 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 super atheist philosophy teacher yeah. uh, who hates God and says uh, Nietzsche already figured it out. It's later revealed that it's 
because he was religious, but his mother died and God didn't bring him back or some bullshit okay. like that. So, because uh, you can only be atheist if there's trauma in your life. Yeah, and um, atheist means you hate God. It's not. It's not perfect yeah, for yeah. him. Yeah. So I wonder if there's something like that with Lewin. Yeah, Mr. Lewin was like trying to look at the candles for a really long time, and he just got so mad that they <laughs> nothing didn't happened. Work. Yeah. Yeah. They they also like discussed the children uh, for a bit. And the children, it, it's also they also considered to have actually practiced magic, right? I think there's a mention later in the in yeah. Brand says that in the mm-hmm. Kalen, uh chapter also that it was the the children who uh, who created the neck kind of and and the the propaganda. Like, r- <laughs> 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 Don't believe his lies. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know enough to dispute it. This is historical revisionism. <laughs> Am yeah. I a song of ice and fire? Mr. Lin says he can teach you the speech of ravens. What does that mean? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> he can teach you the corn code. <laughs> That's what I thought when I read it. I was like, does he mean the secret code? That yeah, he, the can, he can show you the Reddit thread, yeah. <laughs> 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 Come over here, Brand. Click, click, click. Okay, so <laughs> he's just got a vellum scroll that's covered in a Reddit thread that just goes down. You are almost a man grown. Oh, <laughs> now, no. you can, now I can show you Reddit.com. <laughs> now you can confirm that you are eighteen or older. Click here. That, that's that's the last ritual. Like it's uh, you see yeah. horses fucking. You see a man beheaded, and then if you're really old enough, you. You can't you get you your Reddit account. account. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, basically the last thing is hap- that happens is that uh, Rob is leaving, and uh, we talked about uh, most of it already. Like uh, with uh, Rick, and is say is is uh, not uh, wanting to say to say goodbye because uh, everyone who who leaves is is never coming back in in his opinion, which is right so far, and. Yeah, he's a very wise baby. He's very wise, yeah. And yeah, Bran is is Lord of Winterfell now, and they are left behind in in a pretty deserted uh, Winterfell because like every every grown man basically has left as as part of the army. So mm. it's only the I'm sure they'll be fine. The old people Nobody and the children can. left behind, and the women, of course. Yeah, everyone will be back in a few chapters. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I After mean. they defeat the Lannisters. Yeah. Arya was be... so hopeful that she'd get back. Uh, There's probably a misunderstanding going on with Ned. They'll send Ned yeah. to the wall and he'll go past in the way. Yeah. yeah. Be fine. Ned would love the wall. Ned, Ned should have gone to the wall years ago. But they, yeah. They, they also Ned should have wanted gone to mention, to the wall. they also discuss, uh, like, Rob and, and Bran when, uh, when Rob comes to, uh, to Bran one evening to talk about uh, what's what's on his mind um they're also talking about the the rumors to hear from the south which are like uh, a lot of half truths about what's uh, like uh, who is actually dead who is uh, who is missing uh they also hear some uh, fan fiction about uh, Rhaegar coming back from the dead <laughs> so big Rhaegar like, fans over here yeah <laughs> so okay Everyone coming from the south has some some different news, which uh, I think is just a, a nice little bit of of world building that and and how 
reliable and non-reliable uh, information is is uh yeah i just remember the well. the hmm? most cursed one of the most cursed things that they mentioned in one of the uh the episodes of the shrieking cast about a fan fiction writer who uh wrote a fan fiction about obama and biden being <laughs> like private investigators Oh, okay. oh yeah. you like, like a buddy comedy, <laughs> and he said he he would be very upset if uh, if Biden became president because that would be would go against his uh, fan fiction canon. I think it's not fan fiction; mm. it's like a literal novel. Okay. I mean, the fan fiction can be a novel length. Yeah, that's that's true, but it's like published and everything. Oh. Uh. Huh. <laughs> we'll read that after we're done with uh, a dream of spring. Book club needs something to read. Uh, my contract ends after this one, so <laughs> uh, I do. We like already the, have we already have Twilight and True Blood lined up to discuss. So. My oh, right. contract ends <laughs> after this one. Um, <laughs> I do like the uh, rumor about Rhaegar raising a host mm. of like ancient heroes and stuff because it does kind of show that like there's some people still. That are that are sewing those dragon bar- banners. Yeah, like, there literally are people who still like the Targaryens. Lyria wasn't lying about it. Yeah, I mean it hasn't been that long, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's F- been 15 like years? fifteen, years? probably yeah. fifteen. It's been fifteen since the rebellion. I don't know. Were there people who uh, in the eighties were hoping for John F. Kennedy to be revealed as being alive yes. and returning? Definitely, like, it's got to be real. Today. Probably. Today they think his son is alive. Yeah, they, I was going to say there's and a QAnon thing about him being a son, yeah. Yeah, John John F. Kennedy Jr. They they think it's a guy who knows nothing about it, like, who's, who's just, like, a regular person. I mean, people still think Elvis is alive. Or That's whatever. what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Elvis is definitely Elvis alive. That was on the Express lately, so must be true. <laughs> yeah <laughs> listen re- reputable newspaper it's good stuff god i just remembered how i really didn't like the last uh, hitchhiker's guide book and there was a thing about elvis being alive there where he has like mm. a pink spaceship or something oh yeah that's right in good omens elvis is alive but only oh, yeah. like mm. the background uh, yeah. are we done with this chapter or do we have like uh, all i wanted to mention is just because it'll come up later that Rob and Bran also talk about um, Sansa's letter. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some stuff I can mention here. That, uh, that basket that we were talking about uh, for Bran, but it's modeled after firewood baskets. And so Bran is sitting in a firewood basket, and his name is Bran. And, you know, that's like short for Brandeer, which is the burning torch or whatever so it's just like more more like corn king and like fisher king stuff about how like the king will have to be like sacrificed to and like burned to save the world or whatever and there's a whole bunch of stuff in this chapter about bran like all he can do is watch and he like sees and blah 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 so he's like the 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 big eyeballs bird you know Mm -hmm. he's watched he's watching through a far eye I should have had the big eyeballs bird for my nickname. (laughs) (laughs) 
in the last line of the chapter where where Bran says Hodor, wondering what it meant, made me really like, wow, this oh. is a huge hat. Oh. This is a big hat. <laughs> me too, Bran. I, I think it's just. Oh my a god, name, you're you know? right. There was like another part where uh, I think Hodor like bumped into the door or something, and I was also like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Started sweating. Yeah. Hodor has so yeah. many problems with doors. <laughs> Hmm. Oh well, it's probably nothing actually. It's now that I think nothing. about it, <laughs> it would be so heck if all the door was true. It is. It I is true. It's, be true. <laughs> it's not gonna happen that way. I don't think. It's it's gonna happen some kind of way. It's the thing that annoys true. me about it is like translators are gonna have a hard time with mm. making oh, that. Yeah, it'll be another I always think of how they said when they had to translate Harry Potter where yeah. Voldemort has like his anagram of his name or whatever. Everyone, everyone had, to had to come up yeah. with their own anagrams. <laughs> I love that. I like whenever like in the Naruto dub uh, in the sub he's always saying the like Databeo thing but the, uh-huh. they didn't, they like changed, they tried to do believe it uh, that didn't work, but then what? later, whenever he, he spoilers for Naruto, he meets his mother in his brain palace, and uh, he <laughs> she does she has like a similar vocal tick, and uh, they had to like a couple episodes leading up to it start having Naruto say the same thing and like pretend that he's always been doing it in the dub, <laughs> <laughs> so that would be like oh you know genetic stuff i guess i don't know anyway. genetic genetic wow. catchphrase <laughs> yeah that's how it works that happens but with jojo too it kind of happens with jojo yeah i was just yeah to say <laughs> spoilers for jojo <laughs> spoilers for part five yeah it's something that something that totally matters oh i was thinking of the part six one. Oh, does it happen in part six again i don't mm-hmm. remember what oh yeah i remember yeah it happened in part five and in part six <laughs> I'm only on part three, you know, so no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers for the, the plot twists of JoJo. <laughs> yeah, the part six thing is kind of a big thing. The one I was thinking of is like... I mean, that one is really good, too. <laughs> that's pretty good, too. Uh, anyway, should we move on to Danny? Can I... D- <laughs> There's also a moon goddess in Naruto, and, but she turns out to be an alien, and my friend keeps like saying, like, what if that is how a song of ice and fire ends? That it was just aliens, uh-huh. and I'm like, that would be so funny. I, he just keeps going on about it, and I'm like, I hate you. Anyway, hopefully he'll be on this podcast <laughs> at some point. Because <laughs> like people are talking about like uh, Lovecraftian shit, like how mm-hmm. Euron is gonna raise Cthulhu or something. Are but what if aliens? it was like the other way around? Is that it's like. The the color from outer space appears or something. That would be good, actually. The comet is a spaceship. Okay. Yeah. Isn't there also no, that's some like theory a legit that it's... Theory. Yeah. Oh, no, I love that. I also like the one that it's actually our world just in the very, very distant future after, like, a few <laughs> devastating <laughs> wars and, like... I think that's true. The that whole civilization true. has just uh, gone back into the Middle Ages and because it's so far in the future, the, the continents have shifted and, and stuff like that. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the continents huh. shifted into big boxes. Yeah. <laughs> They're just rectangles now. Well, the, really the, easy the children of the forest shaped them into rectangles. 
Yeah, uh, it's yeah. so far into the future that like it's gone past the time machine time. Whenever there was those two descendants of humans, the like I like Morlocks. Yeah, I don't. Know. What are their names? There's Morlocks and the other one. Yeah, you know that's the children in the Morlocks. 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 Morlocks with an M. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Well, they're it's so, in, the, in the time machine. Like that's the children. Warlock. That's the children and the giants. And then also... Uh, oh, Eloy, that's it. Morlocks and Eloy, yeah. Wait, are the initial living creatures the children and the giants? Those are That's like the thing? Like, that's the first people? Those are the ones that were on Westeros. And they it, it looks like they used to cover everywhere else, too. But um, there's kind of only pockets of them left in Essos. You can either be big or small. These are the choices. Yeah. <laughs> As in life. <laughs> I'm sorry, how the fuck do you publish at Random House <laughs> Obama Biden mystery where you badly photoshop their faces on the covers of People real living politicians? Is there like no copyright? I mean, as long as there's no like there? defaming them. Do they kiss in it? I'm hmm. choosing not to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> do not see. It's a it's a specific uh, sort of brain worm that uh, yeah. Anyway, it's just liberalism. Yeah. Look up look up Obama Biden mysteries if you want to. <laughs> what you're talking about? If you want your eyes or, or to don't. scream, you don't need to. But you can. <laughs> I like the one where there's one of the covers is like a helicopter and there's like this uh, this ladder hanging out of it and Obama is on it and he's holding on to Joe Biden. <laughs> Uh, Joe Biden used to be like a funny joke. Yeah. Everyone was yeah. like, haha, Joe Biden. He said fuck once. It was like the big thing about him, right? Mm-hmm. So he's anyway. dead, right, though? I think he has died. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's been he's reanimated, but uh, a wolf tore off one of his hands, but he's still dead. <laughs> <laughs> you see Joe Biden talking, and his hands have gone black, and like his eyes have Yeah, someone's like, his eyes are always blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Google Google that if you want to study like how celebrity and parasocial relationships and how our politics has been turned into reality TV and all that bullshit. But otherwise, uh, oh, just read the news. Just, yeah. just love to see it. <laughs> I uh, okay. I'm not going to go on a tangent about news. Whatever. Uh, let's go to go over to Danny. Uh, six. Let's. Uh, I want I want you to remember like before we get to the actual chapters, remember like two things that uh, you know aren't explicitly spelled out in the chapters, but it's like it's there. And the first is uh, that we already learned in a previous chapter that Jorah is spying on Danny, mm-hmm. uh, and the other is that we used to get advertisements by Funko Pop, but this time <laughs> it's. A knockoff Funko Pop of Carl Drogo. This is this is amazing. It's just called Pop exclamation mark. Is it no, like Cold Drago or something, or is it? No, it's actually Carl Drogo, okay. but it's probably not actually not real licensed. Carl Drogo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever his dad's name was, it was, it was like Brogo. Barbo. 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 Um, Barbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this starts with a really uh, gross uh, sex scene 
between Danny and Cadrogo. It, it starts yeah, with them bad. like. I mean, it starts dumb. like after the sex scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Thankfully. like his his. Uh, we get another dawn. His manhood is still wet. So you know. it's glistened <laughs> wetly. Just say. It. What if what if your manhood glistened dryly? <laughs> you should see a doctor. I'd say he need to moisturize, probably. <laughs> yeah, you should see a doctor. Bro, your manhood's looking a little ashy. <laughs> Do Dothraki moisturize? <laughs> okay, what happens after that? <laughs> <laughs> I just really hate, like, not to go on a tangent again, but the the, the one thing that George writes that that is always like so, I don't know, clunky to me is when he. When he says like a normal word and then turns into an adverb like wetly here or like later there's a famous part where someone where a spoiler character's ruby shines redly. Who was the character whose face was described as showerly? I think the redly ruby is pretty funny. Redly, was that Robert's brother? (laughs) (laughs) Redly Baratheon, yeah. (laughs) That's the knock of Funko Pop. glistening wetly. Oh my god. His peach is redly. A Funko Pop glistening wetly. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's gotta be. Because I, I, I was gonna say something about toys and Funko Pop, but. Um, yeah. I guess I'm not gonna go there. We're getting too close to actual real things uh, that exist in the world <laughs> that people do, and I don't wanna think about that. So. so the the post sex talk between Danny and Cal Drogo is uh, centered around horses and ships, and Danny is like trying to convince him that ships are just like horses; they're just made out of wood, and they have a hundred legs and fly across the sea on wings full of wind. I love this. So movie. nothing. Yeah. So nothing like horses. <laughs> No, other than they are they are material things. That's like the and they move. Yeah. That's Danny all. Danny just needs to make a big wooden horse and fill it with <laughs> men and give it to Drogo as a present. <laughs> and he'll see the similarities. Yeah, Danny's trying to like incept his mind right now with that with the <laughs> idea of horses and associating. Okay. Danny's yeah. like, okay, I know how you like horses. Now, what if? Stay what with if me boats here. were horses? What if boat is horse? Perhaps boat is best? What if a boat looked like a horse? Then it'd be fine. We like For real, though, we joke about this, but like this is how George establishes like his symbolic language. This is like how he, you know, weaves these networks of different symbols and likens them to each other. So He boat, says horses are boats. Boats are horses, and they're also dragons. So, and they're also trees. But anyway. Okay. Boat is made out of tree. Yeah. Tree is made out of... Horses. Horse? Horsey tree? They can have horses on the front. (laughs) What if a dragon ate a horse? The horses in the front. Dragons in the back. So anyway, uh, Drogo doesn't like this idea. And he says, um, this day I will go to the grass and hunt woman wife. <laughs> he so loves he to call her off. woman wife. I wonder if that's his way of like saying my lady. That's kind of what I thought. Well, he mm-hmm. he has to differentiate because he's going with his man wives to go hunt his bros. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
woman what if I go to man cave? <laughs> it's just natural cave. I go out oh with the boys. This is literally like uh, some like husband that's like, nah, I can't do chores. I want to go watch the game with my bros. I need a mother effing beer. The lions are playing, dude. But you know, there's that there's that mirroring between Robert going to hunt the uh, the boar and then Khal Drogo going to like hunt uh-huh. the lion. Yeah, because it's like yeah. a white deer that they were going to hunt, right? And now it's a yeah. white lion. Mm-hmm. So deer and lion are the same. Joffrey. Okay. Joffrey Renly, okay. They're also white, like the... Like the others, okay. Uh huh. So oh, okay, it's a, it's symbolism that they're all gonna go kill something that's white. Yes. All right, are we right? No, Daniel? I think when the Night King, uh, when the Night King speaks, he says, uh, right? When he speaks, as he does. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when he likes walks across the floor map and makes it turn blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck yeah, he did that. He does. <laughs> I can't, can't wait! Can't wait for the floor map to turn up in the books. That's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. Cersei is going to say, "Do you like my floor map?" <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna. She's gonna say it. And Kyber will be it. there, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. "My lady, it's like, do you have a beautiful floor map?" Wait, can Maester Lewin teach Bran how to paint a floor map? Floor map. I can teach you the language of floor maps. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one of his rings is just like a tiny map that's been rolled up and then uh-huh. attached it. That's the floor map. That's good. That's the floor map chain. <laughs> My floor map badge. <laughs> I can make any floor into a map in under 30 seconds. Maester's just art boy scouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just collect badges once they once they do things. You gotta catch them all. <laughs> gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. So then he sends for uh, Jorah and asks him to convince Drogo to uh, to ride west. And uh, Jorah says, just say, have patience, princess. Do not make your brother's mistake. We will go home, I promise you. And she's like, she's not convinced. But then he says, uh, hey, a great caravan arrived. Buy and see He says, hey, women be shopping? Yeah, do you like shopping? <laughs> You want to meet this guy named Bayern? Hey, I used to have a blonde young wife who loved to buy things. Maybe you would also? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, wow, I don't even need to sell slaves this time. <laughs> yeah, and he also says, like, maybe there's a message from Illyrio. They come with me from to Illyrio the market. definitely is the mm. only person who would send me a message. Oh, absolutely. But you don't need to wait, come wait, 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 wait. get it. I just came back from unmuting myself. I had to pee, but uh, Jorah says... Uh, that line from uh, Freddy Got Fingered. Uh, Danny, would you like some sausage? <laughs> she would, though. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had to Danny run back. Danny would like some sausage. <laughs> <laughs> you were like running through the halls. Oh my god, yeah, I made my joke. I it's had to get that out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway, sorry, go on. Yeah, so they go to the Western Market, and she loves to see it. Lots of good smells. Danny loves yeah. to smell things. She, it turns out she does love shopping. She doesn't really do shopping, though. She yeah. does taking. Yeah. I mean, where's the difference? <laughs> when you're rich, it's the same. I have never watched Sex and the City, but I always imagine them never actually paying for things. I don't know. Oh, they do. They just take it as gifts. 
I mean, they probably do in kayfabe, but uh, or like in canon. But it's like I don't know. It's like how in you know in... Harry just holds a gun to them and takes the shoes. That's how Sex in the City works. How in how in how in Game Walkers, it's always like we're so poor, but we have a huge house that it's for two persons and also we and take very rich every day parents. but we we are also not gaining weight or anything but we don't exercise anyway uh so yeah she's at the market there's lots of sounds and smells uh she thinks back of like previous markets she's been on uh she's like chatting with uh, she's chatting with Jorah first, like, she tried to, she tries to tell him, like, stories of how when she was a girl, she loved the bazaar, and, uh, Jorah fucks off, he says, uh, Thank you, Jorah. Oh, I, I need to see that captain who has letters from Illyrio and no one else, <laughs> just for Illyrio. me, you, you don't come with me, it's, it's just me. It would be so boring for you, why don't you yeah. go shopping? Danny's like, hmm, maybe he's just embarrassed about wanting to fuck, I'll just let him go. <laughs> oh yeah she does think that she's like some men are so worried about having sex in public <laughs> <laughs> fucking prude <laughs> I really want to know how the mail system in this world works that like this this letters come to I know why would the letter come specifically? here yeah like why would why would this uh, trader especially have writing this, a letter have this to Jorah at Dothraki Sea yeah <laughs> I don't know, maybe he knew the trade captain or knew somebody who Yeah, did. he says that he gets the letter from the merchant captain. I guess it makes sense to be like, okay, I'm sending this letter to the big hubbub of, I guess, the Dothraki? Because it is, like, the only place of the mm-hmm. Dothraki that's actually a place that you could send yeah. a letter to. It's the only yeah. place that has an address. I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess... A... Maybe you just send multiple copies to multiple places. Yeah, I think they, they uh, do that sometimes. Like just you gotta write different. You gotta write different things in each letter so you can tell them. <laughs> Ooh, Tyrion's trick. <laughs> nice. You can't can't wait to get to that chapter and like, cause there's something up with that trick. Like, uh, anyway, it happens let's get over back like to three chapters. I mean, next book yeah. is Tyrion time, so yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk all about his uh, his penis specifically. <laughs> George loves to talk about dick. it. I wonder how it will glisten. I'm thinking wetly. Properly. Yeah. <laughs> Redly. All right. Redly on wetly. <laughs> the Brathian brothers. So Denny's next is uh, trying to get sausage to get back to the great joke Emmanuel made. <laughs> but she's disappointed that it's made out of horse instead of pig. Uh, or when, it's, when it is horse, oh, those Dothraki love them. <laughs> yeah. Horse is best. Horse is best. <laughs> like, uh, Eerie actually, uh, or, no, Quaro likes, his, likes it, yeah, so the... At first Dothraki they're like, mm, I don't know about this cooking meat thing. This mm. is a little, a little <laughs> suspect. Using spices and... Mm. Uh, what's the garlic and hot peppers in it? You're ruining, you're ruining the gay. horse Great. flavor. Actually, horse sausage is pretty good. Like, no bit zone. Uh, it's the only type of like horse meat I I have eaten. It just tastes like sausage. I've had caribou sausage. That was pretty mm. good. Mm. We love sausages. They're tasty. Oh boy, don't we? 
I do like this, uh, I like this scene a lot with the, with her three, or her blood rider, or, they're yeah. not, they're like, what are they, her cos, her cos, yeah, yeah her cos, 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 um, they do her have buddies. in this universe. Her posse. Yeah. Her crew. Uh, uh-huh. Eating a lot her of sausages. Posse. It's so funny where Danny's like, oh, haha, this is so fun. And Eerie's like, hey, you haven't laughed like this since after your brother was murdered in no. front of your eyes. <laughs> Remember? And Danny says, oh, Remember haha, when your so brother right. died? <laughs> that, was, that was pretty bad. Remember when your yeah. shitty brother was killed in front of you? By your, By your husband. husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so then she like gets a bunch of shit gifted. Uh, she gets a feathered cloak. Then someone someone wants to uh, give her a bird, like a parrot that uh, that they taught uh, Danny's name. Ace Attorney parrot. Oh, Ace Attorney parrot. I wish. She's like trying all these different foods, and um, one of them is tree eggs. Oh, yeah. What is that? You know, the kind eggs. that grow on trees. Coconut? She eats it with something as well. Well, there's tree mm-hmm. eggs, locust pie, and green noodles. But I don't think those are, like, all together. I don't mm. think. Like a pine nut? Tree eggs. Maybe. Tree eggs. Maybe just an egg, an egg-shaped, like, tomato thing? Or, like, a... Like, yeah, uh, like that, a, 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 a yellow plum or something like that. Yeah, sometimes like birds a... lay their eggs in trees. It, like some, yeah, maybe somebody just found a bird's nest and they're like, uh, "The tree made this." I know what it is. <laughs> uh, tree like egg. how they they it's, used it's... to think that's, that geese came out of barnacles. Tree like is that. no egg. It's executor. Oh, that's what why I that? said coconut. Executor, the Pokemon. Uh, that looks like a tree with eggs growing on it. It does, but uh, it's coconuts. Huh. So, okay, well, my a, top guesses for what tree egg is. Coconut? I would say maybe, like, hazelnut. Those come from trees, right? All the, like, little nuts are too small yeah. to be an egg, though. Like, a sm- the smallest egg with, like, a shell. Egg come in many size. Moon can be egg. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's a big tree egg. Moon. That's large-sized egg. Dragon egg, fairly large. But there's, like, small eggs. There's, like, duck eggs are, like, tiny. Duck egg. Or fish yeah, eggs like are tiny or smaller than nuts. Well, fish don't eggs don't fish have shells. They, I'm talking, like... Frog egg. Ugh, I won't want to eat frog egg. I'm sure people eat frog egg. That's <laughs> slime. Frog egg glistens wetly, for sure. <laughs> Not redly, but it does glisten wetly. So then she, like, meets a wine cellar. Normal man. Normal man, and he first He's like, having a good day. Talks in Dothraki, <laughs> and then then says, uh, "Oh, this wine is so good. You're gonna name your child after me," <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah, to Danny me. is fluent in three languages now. I'm pretty proud of yeah, her. Yeah, she's 14. What's that Japanese uh, style where they like have, in Valyrian? Like, huh? what's that like Japanese like fashion style? I guess where you have like. A really bad fake tan and like really blonde hair. It's oh, like, I know what you mean. Harajuku? I don't know. It's like Gaiazo or something. I don't know. Danny kind of looks like. She's like, oh, I look really tan. And she's got the blonde hair. I mean, she's real hair. tan, though. <laughs> All right. 
I'm just, I don't know. That's where my brain went because I have uh, internet poisoning. Don't we Okay. Yeah, so she says in Valerian, well, my son already has a name. And it's a really good one, so don't even ask about it. It's after my dead brother. And my huge husband. <laughs> Danny literally did the Twilight thing of putting two names together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I always just took it that, like, she made it sound more Dothraki. It, yeah, uh, but it yeah, is, that's how it is she it. did also put the names together. Right. Like, there were other Dothraki people with different names. But they all end in O, sort of. Boy ones do, I guess. What if she called her baby Renesme? <laughs> you were named after the two bravest men who were not directly abusive Ray- to me, except that uh-huh. they were Ra- rarest. 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 <laughs> I mean, the Targaryens do kind of already do this. Yeah. They kind of just mashed the same three names they have already. because they, they all have the same name. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of weird, because I, I was just going to mention that this is already, like, Danny should already be careful at this point, because she's Gregarious. She's, she's Greg... Yeah, she should drink. She's Gregor. She Danny is can't be drinking. Danny has yeah. tree egg inside her. <laughs> oh, Danny is the tree, which is the dragon, which is the boat. Yeah, <laughs> which is a horse. Yeah. Wait, this is why it said tree egg because her baby is tree egg. This is something. Okay, uh, it's it's called tree egg because it refers to the dragon eggs of which there are tree. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, Danny, we got three of them over here. <laughs> That's all Lirio talks. <laughs> Danny, I got for you three dragon eggs. <laughs> hey, Danny, you want these three dragon eggs? <laughs> the dragon has three eggs. <laughs> I like can't even build on the joke. I'm trying so hard in my brain, but it's too scrambled like the tree egg. <laughs> okay, nice. I somehow I pulled one out. Anyway. So at this point she she like reveals that she's actually Daenerys Targaryen. She says yeah. like a lot of names already. She has her lady yeah. say the names for her. Because if you're a real princess or queen or such, you don't have to say your titles, obviously. Yeah. And then the wine merchant says, oh, fuck that wine I just uh, offered you. I actually got a better one. And then, like, uh, she's, she's, like, about to buy it. And then Jorah shows up out of nowhere once again. And she says, like, uh, open that wine. And the merchant says, no, it's for Khaleesi. His spidey sense is tingling. Jorah says, you take a sippy right now. <laughs> and then Danny also starts to catch on and says, do as Sir Jorah says. Then we talk about Jorah's knuckles and hands. He's got bare hands. Fuck. <laughs> it's like a really He's long sentence devoted to his hands being big and covered in coarse dark hairs and stuff. Our hands significant. He's got the right to bear arms, I gotta tell you. <laughs> <laughs> So someday I'll figure out why hands are so important. It's not today, but I will figure it out. Because you grab stuff hands with them. Are, yeah. It'll get really, really obvious whenever we get to dance. I can't wait for it. I don't remember dance very much. 
I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just saying that there's a scene where George has a character pantomime how symbols work, and it's really funny. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, at this point, the wine cellar is like, I'm going to fuck off. Yeah, he does that fucking gif that everyone posts about the guy like almost taking a sip and then like pushing it and running away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll post it. I'll figure it out. But he does that literally. I, w- I was having a hard time like figuring out how big the wine cask is because it seems like he throws it like really easily and really quickly but it's also like big enough that jorah just fucking like like shoulders into danny to get her out of the way like he just like says get down mrs khaleesi and uh (laughs) like how big was this thing that he couldn't just like slap it out of there like or or just i think it's like like a mini keg. Yeah, it doesn't look like yeah, that's definitely ten liter or something. But like, why is it yeah. is it so dangerous that like, is it big enough to like threaten her? Well, it's like solid wood, and if it hit the baby, it could probably yeah, cause. But he pushes her to the ground almost, and she almost lands on her stomach. <laughs> like, it's it... just straight. It's straight edge symbolism. Like, even even like uh, a little amount can be dangerous. Yeah, yeah, she's pregnant. She can't be drinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wine cask can be any size. Wine cask can be dangerous. Many sizes exist. But he just like throws it really. Easy. I don't know. I don't know why what Jora like was doing here because apparently this like cask that's easy to throw was more dangerous than like body checking your queen to the ground. It was more dangerous than that. He just wanted to look cool, like just slapping the <laughs> the wine away wouldn't have looked. It's because silhouetted in the good. light, the small keg, the small yeah. keg looked like a big. <laughs> 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 it was a giant for a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Danny gets bounce housed actually because Jorah hits her, and then Doria also like throws her. <laughs> uh, Doria catches her. It says, caught her by the arm and wrenched her backwards, so she landed on her legs and not her yeah. belly. I guess that's kind of like a catch. I was kind of reading it as just, like, pulling her so she fell backwards instead of forwards. No, yeah, she was, she was like, falling forwards, and she's like, pulled on her arm so that she could catch herself on her knees or something. Something. It was, it was protect, protect tummy, protect tree egg. Yeah. Anyway, what happens next? Yeah, that's uh, at this point like the Benny Hills theme starts playing, <laughs> and the wine cellar cellar like tries to run away, but uh, one of the blood riders like pulls out their whip and uh, he whips it some says, uh, It licks out and coils around the <laughs> wine cellar's legs, so it's like some good, nice whip tricks here. Yeah, he did a cool whip trick. <laughs> And then, like, the guards come cunning, come running as shout out to Merchant Captain Bayan Votiris. <laughs> Bayan. Oh, we love a Bayan. It's simply Bayan to me. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, take uh, the wine cellar away to Khal Drogo to hold judgment on him. And then Jorah starts explaining that the usurper is... Uh, has put out like a bounty f- for Danny, and they take that to Drogo, and Drogo is like furious. He says, uh, Jora and uh, what's his name? Cairo? Uh, Koholo? Jogo. One of the, the blood riders who like hit the whip. Who hit the whip, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. He hit the meanest web. <laughs> <laughs> so they both get like a horse. Yeah, Jogo. Jora and Jogo get a horse as a like for for their service, I guess. And then he starts doing a big speech about how he's. It's very romantic. Starts talking about how he's gonna go west and uh, they're gonna go on ships. And then he says he's gonna rape their women, take their children as slaves. Um, so that is yeah, romantic. Very romantic, very lovable character here. <laughs> what if it was pronounced Bian? <laughs> I thought about it, yeah. Beyond good and evil. Bian. 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 I hear B- you, but B-Y-N. I still think it's Bian. Bian. The Y-N. Bian. The Y-N is just Brian with Brian. Yeah, or Ryan with a B. Ryan. Boyan, I'm Boyan. Hello, hello. It's me, Boyan. <laughs> it's me, Mochi Captain Boyan. <laughs> I I almost uh, was uh, was uh, gonna make my nickname this week just Bina. <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> but with a Y too, right? Like yeah. B Y. Yeah. B Y N E R. God, George is so good at names. I, I can't even step to George is on like another He's level. unique. Danny also tries to set her eggs on fire. Yeah, she's oh, like... Oh yeah, I forgot about this that. This will work for sure, this time. <laughs> no one has tried this before. <laughs> the simplest she, thing like an animal would do. <laughs> she, she's, th- she's thinking about how they were like roasting the tree eggs and she's like, yeah. time mm. to roast my tree eggs. <laughs> Maybe. What if she just wants to have a snack? Yeah. She's like... What, is it madness or some genetic memory or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like catchphrase coming up. Uh, anything else about the Danny chapter? Like that's been. I like that Danny says that Drogo technically does get a lordship for killing Viserys. Yeah, I would like I to see that. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. They are tricked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drogo's trick. <laughs> Drogo's trick. Drogo is legally allowed to come to Westeros and have some land. No one can stop. And Robert is gonna yeah. give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess we can also mention like this, uh, the classic George trick of information travels slow because they th- they still think like Robert is alive and well. And Robert still thinks Viserys is alive. Yeah, because yeah. the hits out on Viserys and yeah. Danny, and also and, and this this letter that uh, Jorik brings them is to Viserys. It's not for Danny. Yeah, it's from Illyrio to Viserys. <laughs> Dear Viserys, I sure hope you're still alive. <laughs> I'm sure everything's Dear good. Dear Viserys, how are you? How's raising the army? Hope you're well. <laughs> How's that crown, bro? Yeah. Anyway, some poisoners or, or some people are gonna try to kill you now. Watch out! <laughs> oh shit, that would look, suck, right? As uh-huh. as you read this, look behind you. <laughs> look to your left now. Look to your also right. Don't try to like whip out a weapon in Vastos rag. 
please don't bring my sword into Vistathrak. <laughs> I already told you. You remember, if, right? If you're reading this, I sure hope you haven't threatened anyone with that sword <laughs> I gave you. If you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> Here's how I think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I keep doing. I need to see the gold on it go on his head with the um what you say now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have to make that. I think uh, I just want to say that Jor was really lucky that just the first guy they met after after he got that letter was actually the assassin. I think it would have been really funny. What if the the sausages (laughs) were poisoned? Yeah. Or if the, oh this God. went on just for a few weeks, like every time they, they meet anyone or eat anything, <laughs> he's super paranoid. No, don't eat this. And you try it before. <laughs> Everyone gets annoyed by him. George starts slapping stuff out of yeah. him. Just, just tackles Danny all the time. And <laughs> <laughs> we know two things about Jorah, right? One of them is he's a spy. And the other is he wants to fuck Danny. Yeah. So what if... He actually set up, like, that wine cellar to uh, poison Danny. Like, he's playing a double agent. So, so but, like, he, he just taught him, like, maybe we can, like, share the, uh, the thing, the reward or something. Yeah, but the wine cellar would have, would have told off the world, I think. I mean, he's still alive and he's a prisoner now, so. He'd probably oh, yeah, say, hey, this guy set me up. Like, uh, Damn it. I assume he dies, right? But why did no one else try to... Poison her then. I guess because she's surrounded by big, strong men all the time, probably. For some reason, I vaguely thought the wine cellar was like specifically sent to poison her. It's really hard to say with Varys and Illyria's stuff. Wait, never mind. Yeah, that kind of is what I was thinking. It is. Yeah. Spoilers, though. Anyway, we get some cool, like mentions of random cities there's some cool warrior women with nipple piercings oh yeah i know i didn't remember them i was like whoa wait a second guys with monkey hats yeah i imagine those are like the like old frontier like raccoon hats but they're monkey tails instead (laughs) (laughs) it might have something to do with uh the there's like a bunch of different versions of the Azor High story that like, or like some hero that turned the Long Night back, and um, the one for ET is like a woman with a monkey tail, so that might be like just a tradition that they from that. Or he just saw a monkey and was like, "That'd be a great hat." <laughs> I mean, There's also that? mention of a of a huge uh, eunuch who is uh, working as a guard. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Huh. I mean, I don't think it's him, but it's no, like my, I don't think it is. My spider sense kind of tingled at that. Because it says he's silent, and that other yeah. one is never silent, ever. Mm, true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of the classes you can pick. Is big eunuch. Large big eunuch. Round, big round boy. Eunuch large. <laughs> They also, whenever Eerie says that line about how Danny hasn't laughed since her brother died, she has to get one own on him in there. She says, you haven't laughed since your brother, the Kalragat, was crowned by Drogo. Yeah, she's really just dunking on him. And Danny's like, oh, hee hee, you're so right. We're having fun today. She's typing, she's typing S to spit on his grave. (laughs) 
Have it last since your bastard coward of a brother ate it. <laughs> I mean, he was super mean to all her handmaids, so it's fair. Yeah, yeah now he fucking sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he hit her, right? Oh, was it Doria? Oh, it was Doria. Doria he hit, at least he was so. meanest to Doria, but he was mean to all. He probably hit all of them. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Catelyn. Yep. Catelyn time. Please? All right. I'm in charge of Catelyn, right? Okay, so Catelyn is. I'm pretty sure she's just come off the boat where, like, she went from the the area to like the boat town, and then she took a boat around, right? They kind of don't talk about that, but she's mm-hmm. just come off from White Harbor. Yeah, she went to White Harbor. Yeah, and she's and been traveling with the Mandalay sons to yeah yeah because yeah. because you know Rob is calling all his banners, and the Mandalays are one of them, so. Uh, he sent the sons because he's too big to sit on his horse. And Catelyn is like, these sons are almost also too large for horses. Large adult sons. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love my two large adult sons. <laughs> Look how big they are. They're big boys. I love them. The, the most large, the most adult. They're like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. They have this yeah. delicious stew there, right? That's like uh, 50%, 50% butter or something like that. The Mandalay house words are, the larger you are, the bigger you are. (laughs) (laughs) They point to eels as, like, the food that makes you fat. And I'm like, eels? Okay, dude. They're they're pretty fatty, and you cook them in butter and stuff. How are eels fat? Whatever. No. (laughs) Okay. How much eels do they get in Westeros? Well, they do live on, like, the coast, so I imagine they can find a good amount of eels. Huh. I can't imagine eating eels like every day. So anyway, Catelyn is with the Manderley boys and the Manderley army and her good uncle, Brandon, who has abandoned his other niece and has decided this is the one he likes now. (sighs) Relatable, I guess. (laughs) Understandable, at least. Yeah, but Catelyn finds the the whole big uh, Stark army, basically, and she's can't believe that her her baby boy is in charge of the war and she's all upset about it hmm. i mean he's a child it's pretty wild he is baby is the thing <laughs> if i were to categorize him as baby or not baby i would say baby they keep mentioning that he could have sent theon but i can't imagine uh. that working <laughs> <I know. laughs> theon go be in charge of the war <laughs> Oh my god, that would not work at all. That would be so fucking bad. Send my fucking fail son. (laughs) (laughs) There's a bit as well where um, uh, all the lords leave and Catelyn's talking to Rob and Theon's just hanging around because he also wants to talk to Catelyn. Catelyn's like, you also leave, please. (laughs) You are also not my son, so you will need to go. He's like, I missed you. I missed your milf. (laughs) Please, my lady, let me bask in your milfness. <laughs> <laughs> he missed his juicy stepmom. All right, so yeah, they meet up at Mount uh, Moat Kaelin, which is like <laughs> three shitty towers in a swamp. <laughs> and Brendan is like, hmm, this is really <laughs> the place that your army is mustering itself for battle. And Catelyn's like, ah, my sweet uncle, let me tell you, my very wise husband told me that these shitty towers are actually good. So <laughs> They're pretty good. I mean, I would say towers. the towers are not that good, but the swamp does seem pretty good. It has lion lizards, so 
Where else are you going to get those? Does it have ogres? What is a lizard lion? What are they? Are they just Komodo dragons? Crocodiles? That's my guess. Are they a Georgism oh. or is that a real thing? I think it's a crocodile or an alligator, probably. That was my read on it, because it's like a lizard that's big and bites. <laughs> I was thinking of a Komodo dragon, but I, I don't know why. I don't Ooh. think that they would succeed in a swamp environment. I have no idea. This swamp castle just makes me think of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh yeah, it's a big slimy swamp castle. And Catelyn says that there are ghosts there that hunger for southern blood. And Brendan says, last I looked, I was southern myself. <laughs> That's a classic uncle joke, primo uncle humor. It is. I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> but yeah, Catelyn... Cleverly looks at the banners on the three shitty towers and figures out which one Rob is in and goes to that one. And Rob is like, "Oh, it's my mom. He's so baby. He's like, he's like being a a big boy." And then he sees his mom and he says, "Mom." <laughs> yeah. And Catelyn is like, "Oh, she wants to run and hug and kiss her baby boy, but she's like, oh, he's being big boy right now, and that would embarrass him." He's in big boy mode. He's in, he's in big boy mode. I set my son in big boy mode and end my turn. <laughs> I gotta focus. She, I'm shifting into yeah. big boy mode. <laughs> but she does compliment his his beard, which is cute. Yeah. Mm. She says it looks like Edmure's beard. Mm. Classic Tully beard. But yeah, I mean, is all that a the, compliment? And then she think... she gives Grey Wind a pat on the head. Yeah, Grey Wind is the one who sees her before Rob does, and he goes over and sniffs her and gives her a little nibble. You'll have to see it. Puppy. Grey Wind is showing his true emotions. Rob wants to give his mom a nibble. No thanks. Uh, Kellen also <laughs> says the wolf looks bigger than a, uh, than a wolf should. <laughs> hey, this magic wolf is big. What's going on with this? It seems bigger than a wolf ought to, ought to be. And my son like is a... bigger than my son ought to be. <laughs> <laughs> Some inflation yeah. going on here. Anyway, all the uh, the northern lords say, Oh, Caitlin, you're as hot as ever. And then she says... <laughs> juicy as ever, me lady. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking especially juicy today, Caitlin. Uh, you glisten juicily. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, the lords, they say, so sexy, yes, we love it. Uh, Do you have Tyrion? And she says, about that. Let me just check my pockets. No, I do not have Tyrion. (laughs) Oh, because Tyrion is like a grumpkin, and then Gior asks if uh, Jon has a grumpkin in his pocket. (laughs) Is that a grumpkin in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Grumpkin in your pocket is my favorite Destroyer song. <laughs> I was going to say it's my favorite Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> I speak for the tree eggs. <laughs> Callan says, I don't have Tyrion, sorry. Everyone goes, boo. Callan says, no, 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 boo my sister. And they say, with pleasure. And then uh, she just asks them all to get out of the room and so she can talk to her baby boy. And like you said, Theon tries to stay. Yeah. <laughs> and he has to leave, too. And then he was like, looking very Callan, milfy today, yeah. Callan. 
<laughs> she says, get the fuck out, Thea. Please. <laughs> and then Rob switches into baby boy mode. Where, yeah. He says, I'm almost 16. I can be, <laughs> I can be big boy. And Callan says, no, no, no. You are my firstborn. I can remember how you looked as baby. And it's the same as right now. Yeah, he says, like, I'm almost, I'm almost 16. And then she says, no, but you're 15. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about right now, not how old you'll be in the not future. So. But, like, what's that? Like, I, I remember when I turned 16 or 17 or 18. And it's not like from one day or the other you're suddenly grown up. So, it, I don't know. If, mm. if it, like, they, they act like it's going to make a difference. Like, it's going to be just well, as baby. I mean, in the 16. conversation, Kellen's like, Edmure was 16 when he first grew mm. his beard. Mm. That's kind of like why they're talking about exactly how yeah. old he is. When you're 16, you get your, you get your Reddit account. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. She's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, beard and Reddit account. Yeah, yeah Kellen's like, you haven't even read the theories online yet. What are you doing leading this army? How you are going to discuss war strategy if you're not on the message boards? She's like you haven't been you haven't been scrolling, but they actually mean scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> How do they even count years? Like in this? Yeah, you look at the you. I guess I mean, technically you probably just ask your maester, and the maester is astronomy. Like, I guess. Yeah. yeah, they keep track. It is confusing because the seasons are broken, mm, so they yeah. can't do it by that. So I assume yeah, they are just um, counting days. Yeah. 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 I think they're the. They have astronomy, right? Yeah. 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 I think Lewin is... So the stars like, are the same, but the seasons are fucked so. up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I never yeah. thought about that. But it's, it is, it, it is really confusing to think about. The way I imagine is the truth of it is that, like, their planet rotates the same way ours does, like, around the sun, but the coldness and hotness of it are, like, suppressed by evil magic. Don't don't tell me yeah. that that's untrue because that's just my understanding. No, oh, that's like the official version. I think that the seasons <laughs> are a magical. Okay, the uh, official magically version, influenced. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's Cause obviously because it, it is our real planet in the future. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so, so the the reason the seasons are the reason for the season is the <laughs> the evil magic. I see. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it's aliens? <laughs> if if the aliens know magic. Is it possible that? All right, what happens next? Uh, Catelyn and Rob talk about how uh, Ned is in prison and Sansa is in secret. He's she's in low key prison, and Arya <laughs> is missing. And they're like, "This really sucks." Is is Lissa gonna help? And Catelyn says, "No," and don't expect her to ever help ever. <laughs> And Rob mm-hmm. is just like, oh, I'm. this is scary, and I'm baby, and I have to be big boy, but my dad isn't here, and if we fuck up, everyone will die. And Callan's like, well, first of all, you're correct, but <laughs> you will have to <laughs> be brave right now. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, buddy. <laughs> if the, looks, if, looks if, the bad. if this war goes wrong, everyone will die, but that is why we have yeah. to fight. She's basically giving the Game of Thrones quote without actually quoting it like we either win or we die yeah Mm. i mean i think that she is helping him out a lot and being like Mm. like this is the the reality of the situation so we have to be brave and we have to be Mm. smart and it rob does seem like very encouraged by it 
Yeah. Where he's he's a little less scared. He's like, then I just won't lose. We'll just have to win. It's because it's and the then, only time you can be brave. He's being brave. Uh, it's so he's good. He's being brave. My baby boy. He's all grown up. Galen also tells us about how Elisa uh, threatened to throw her out the moon door if she tried to foster her son. <laughs> hey. I mean, honestly, I don't know why Callan thought that would work. Does it mean yeah. anything that uh, if you steal the Night Queen's daughter, you get thrown through? You go through the moon door. Hmm. I wonder if it means something. So. I don't think that a moon is a symbol, though. Is the thing? Yeah. Like, I haven't heard like, anything about the moon. Tree. <laughs> Tree moon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so think anyway, anyone has ever used the moon as a symbol. <laughs> I mean, it's not egg. Like, I was told yes. directly that it is not egg. So don't even think about making it anything else. Moon is cock. What was moon then? It's a cock, wife, it was, wife of it some. It was like son's wife like, or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. The moon is a wife, but it is not an egg. Wife can't be egg. You can't marry an Does egg. Does this mean that the son is a wife guy? No, actually, because he stabs her. But anyway... Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Catelyn helps Rob come up with a new war strategy. Because Rob, like, tells her all the information he has and all the conflicting opinions that his war buddies have. And Catelyn is a war genius and immediately fixes all the problems. I don't I mean, know how deep only, you want to go into it. There's, like, she kind of only uh, budges him on one thing. So, like, she, yeah, she asks, like, what their plans are. She asks what he would do. Um, it's really good, like, parenting and or just, like, yeah. teaching. Yeah, she's she... like, I don't want to hurt his feelings by saying he's wrong. I'm just going to lead him to the right answer instead. Yeah. Yeah. So, the only, he was going to give the, uh, like, command of the half of his army to the Great John. And she's like, eh, I don't know about that. Maybe, um... Somebody who's like more calm and collected, or and or what's the word she used? Like cold and cunning, co- cold cunning. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then they pick Roose Bolton, which uh, we can talk they about. They say we're all very afraid of Roose Bolton. This probably doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not a vampire. Don't even think about it. <laughs> it's it's nothing like uh, the parts where Sansa looks at. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? And uh, ill and pain. Yeah, ill and pain. <laughs> I can't believe it's, it's ill and pain. <laughs> it's like the dopest rapper name ever. Uh. <laughs> but I mean, he comes up with a good plan. I mean, I'll take your word for it that it's a good plan. Mm. Yeah, I have no Hon- idea. Honestly, when they're saying war things, I'm like, okay, buddy. Yeah, it's it's a really basically good the plan. only thing they say that. I pick up on is like Catelyn says they have to get a really good hostage in order to get uh, Ned and Sansa back Mm. Mm -hmm. I hope that they can do it yeah me too yeah but then Rob is like okay thanks for the plan mom I'll get you some guys to get you back home where your babyest boys are living and Catelyn says no 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 I think that I will stay here with you my biggest baby boy (laughs) And go help my brother and my dad instead. And then that's the end of the chapter. Pretty good chapter. Yeah. Pretty good it chapter. It is a good chapter. It is good. There's a lot of, like, info dumping about how feudalism yeah. works and stuff and, like, and stuff like that. 
how military plans work. I think we should also mention that uh, Rob calls Beric Tontarian Eric or Derek. George is it's like, oh, good. don't worry about Beric Tontarian. He won't be important later. <laughs> <laughs> no one even knows who he is. I feel like the, yeah. the Eric or Derek thing for Beric is to like, I mean, this is... I don't know, maybe out there, but um, I feel like it's one of those times where, like, he's using just, like, something that, like, doesn't matter at all to, like, try and... It's kind of like the boat thing with the horses, because there's all these names for Azor High figures. One of them is Edric. Or not Edric, what is it? Fuck. Uh, yeah, Edric Shadow Chaser, I think. That's a pretty epic name, it's I pretty... will say. Wish, wish I had that name. Uh, by putting like Eric and then Derek it's like they're basically both of those are just like one step removed from Edric and so is Eddard because uh, they name Edric Dane after Ned so anyway or is it because Beric is like a made up name no one else in the universe of uh, Game of Thrones A Song of Ice and Fire is uh, called Beric so no one can remember what his name is because (laughs) it's just like a random name I thought it was kind of interesting that like when we first see Beric at King's Landing, everyone is like, fuck yes, Beric, we love this guy. But yeah. but everyone in the North is like, yeah. we don't know this guy. He's a local hero. It's probably to show that uh, that Rob has just like a very superficial knowledge of just what uh, what's going on in the South and who are like uh, important lords and, and stuff like that. And yeah. I mean, I he mean, he's, is He's like not 15. trained to know yeah. anything about the South, honestly. Yeah, how, how would you know? He's trained to be another Ned. I mean, it's also like the reports that came out of it are like pretty garbled. They don't know if uh, Derek made it out. Yeah, and then they're like, Derek, that serial killer show from 10 years ago, <laughs> everyone hated the ending. Are you talking about Dexter? <laughs> <laughs> that one is not yeah. close enough. <laughs> I, I actually mixed up Derek and Dexter in my head. <laughs> Derek is another show. Isn't Derek it? is another show. What's that? Is, is it a cartoon? That's a, a Ricky Gervais show. It's the Ricky Gervais. Oh, that was the Ricky yeah. Gervais show, right? Which is yeah. not actually that bad for like. Maybe one of the best things that Ricky <laughs> really? Yeah, it's 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 a it's an okay show. What if uh, Beric Dondarrion did the blue steel face? Oh, that would be pretty good, and I would like to see it. That would be pretty good. Beric Dondarrion is twenty-two years old. I still can't believe it. He's really old. <laughs> He's so old. He's like twice a man grown at this point. <laughs> He's double boy. <laughs> Beric is posting. Beric is logged on to Reddit, and he is ready to debate you. <laughs> he's like a moderator at this point, yeah. Yeah, he's old enough. Yeah, only three chapters this week is pretty good, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel less pressured. Yeah, we can just say Trieg as many times as we, we want. Just go off about whatever. We get to talk about glistening more, which is good. <laughs> I'm trying to work a joke that's like glistening and wetly but to the tune of uh, Oh Comely by Neutral Milk Hotel <laughs> all I can think of is Oh Renly <laughs> oh that's good I will be with you when you lose your peach <laughs> no. glistening and wetly oh my God. <laughs> yes no, there we go <laughs> I mean Three Peaches is another Neutral Milk Hotel song so maybe they're all about Renly we figured it out 
Oh my god. Two-headed boy. What? <laughs> uh, the dragon has three heads. Uh, two-headed boy part two. That's There's gotta heads. be like some connection there. What's the one where like the uh, <laughs> there's a there's a line about Moat Kalen that uh, it's like one of the towers it is covered in white ropes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so you're, saying, uh-huh. you're, you're saying that the semen stains the castle. Top. Yeah, <laughs> that's, the par- that's the party tower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you knew where I was going with that because, like, I yeah, I can sense it. I, I, I can feel it. I can feel it coming. I could feel it coming. You might say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what if it was the only boy I ever loved was born with roses in his eyes, and it's about Loras? Uh, I mean, that would, that just makes sense. That, that connects cute. all the dots. That just makes me sad. But then they buried him alive. No. Reference to the fact that he is still alive. (laughs) Any spoilery things we want to talk about? I guess we can talk about novels. Big, big lead up. Uh, Big, nice warning for our spoiler section. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about spoilers. Let's talk about the longest book in the series. No time to pause. I hope you have a quick trigger finger on your pause button. Gonna jump on that mute button. You can just edit like a a fifty second pause in. Okay. You can just edit in a spoiler warning. Yeah. Okay, so this is all spoiler talk from now on. So don't listen if you don't want to be spoiled. Bye. Okay, so in the brand chapter, he keeps saying stuff like they'd never cheer for him, Bran the Broken, and that made me sweat a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to just cut out all my burps, and I'll use that as, uh, like, a super cut cut of all my burps. for Pretty good B-roll. For the spoiler section intro. I've just been burping a lot today. Anyway, Bran King. It's Bran King to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this chapter, knowing the end, definitely was like, oh, okay. I mean, I this chapter here. definitely makes me think Bran hold the door, for sure. Like, for sure. And then Bran definitely become Three-Eyed Raven, also. I don't know about Bran King. Bran the th- something. The thing about Bran King, I mean, it could just be that he becomes king in like as, like, you can look at Bloodraven as a kind of king because like he's kind of sitting behind the scenes orchestrating things and he did that as hand too so like yeah yeah um it could be I think, something like that i just think because he keeps mentioning rob's leadership and rob being this great person who everyone's listening to um and it says they would never cheer for him that way he realized with a dull ache he might be the lord in winterfell while his brother and father were gone but he was still brand the broken and that just makes me feel I don't know. Like, he will be cheered as king at some point. Maybe. I don't know. That kind of makes me feel the opposite. Because, like, Sansa has that line about, like, when she's queen, she'll make them love her. And I think that that definitely will happen. So I think that Mm. Bran will maybe not be cheered? I don't know, because obviously everyone 
like all his brothers are gonna die well his older brothers mm. are gonna die so he Rickon is be, fine yeah, Rickon will be fine <laughs> nothing bad will happen to Rickon hopefully I don't know just just made me feel some sort of way yeah what if Rickon does the thing he dies the same way he does in the show where he just <laughs> runs Gets straight a meteor <laughs> from, him, from space he just becomes a flaming crater <laughs> <laughs> Rickon meets the aliens. Yeah. I, I think Rickon is going to be fine. I don't think that Rickon will die. What if it was Rickon Gervais? <laughs> God damn it. God, Rickon's humor is so twisted. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't care what you think. He goes at Feral and that turns him into Ricky Gervais. Fucking shaggy dog bites your hand off and he says, sorry, are you triggered? <laughs> It says, Mr. Lewin, you have a head like a fucking orange. <laughs> what if it was Rickon Astley? Okay. Mm. Okay. I mean, we are never going to give him up, so. Yeah. I will never give him up. I will never give yeah. him up. I'm just never thinking of Rick's. Rick. Uh, just running this? through my mental Rolodex of Rick's. What if, what if he's Pickle Rickon? Yeah. No, we've already said that one, I'm sure. I had that as my Discord name for a while. <laughs> what about Rickon Owens for any fashion heads out there? I don't know who that is. Mm. Ah, he's like this weird designer. What if it was Rickon Martin and his living La Vida Loca? <laughs> he really is. He is the thing. <laughs> God, his Vida is so loca. Uh, what's it with Mo Kalen? What's the deal? I mean, it's uh, three towers, so three again. No, oh, it's the number three again. I three wonder towers. if it means anything. Whenever he says numbers, I'm like, this number is something. <laughs> Can I put it on my number board? My, it's like... <laughs> I just have a whiteboard covered in numbers. Don't <laughs> <laughs> connect to anything. <laughs> it's like the Tim and Eric where they're just selling prices. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I got a three here. <laughs> three, okay. Uh, it's that time of episode. Twelve? Is twelve anything? I swear the most important numbers are twelve, three, and seven. Yeah. Does this mean anything? Thirteen is. Okay, so the three appears with the tree egg? The tree egg, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It says tree eggs. Three eggs, three dragons, three. Fire's delight. Wait, with trees. Three mounts to ride. Three uh, treasons. So, so which which tower would you say three is the weeks. one that you love, and which is the one that betrays you? Well, uh, uh, whose signs? There's one has the giant with broken chains. That's the umbers. I don't know. I don't think I don't, I don't know if this is gonna lead anywhere. <laughs> we can workshop it later. I swear this means something. We'll figure it out. Uh -huh. I'm gonna write this down. We'll figure this out. I'm writing down the word towers, and I'm <laughs> underlining it. Well, I mean, we could talk about Mo Kalen. So, like, the construction yeah. is really weird. They, everyone talks about like how the fuck did they build like haul these giant. Big oh yeah, I underlined that. They're giant black. They're black rock. Yeah, this is important. Black basalt. Mm. They're black rock. The uh, investing firm. <laughs> well, it's like all the all the most evil places are made out of black rock. If you think about it, 
Like Darth Vader's castle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a shy. The collaboration album between the Black Keys and a bunch of R&B artists. Is evil? I don't Maybe. <laughs> it's just called Black Rock. But anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they're like really, really big pieces of stone that are black basalt. Um, they are... I don't think they're fused stone because... Uh, like Valyria makes because the place is like in ruins and we can see like broken No, ones. I don't think it's exactly like a shy, but I do think that it's invoking similarity. Yeah, there's a line in um, whenever Theon comes here as Reek, or well, it's whenever he's pretending he's Reek, he's Theon, but he's Reek pretending to be Theon. Do it. Yeah. Uh, he it's been raining and he's he thinks they look oily. Um, oh yeah, but they're they're thrown the stones the, the like ruins are thrown around uh, like the block like a child's toy blocks, which is uh, some fun words because of children. Yeah, of the forest. Yeah. Yeah. What if it was made by a massive giant child? <laughs> yeah, a very big baby. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed it away. Oh, I guess it's not the the actual gatehouse tower. It's like a tree that's growing out of it that's covered in ropes. Dang it! We have to scratch that joke we made about. Oh no, we made an inaccurate joke. <laughs> oh say? no! The joke police is gonna come for us. Now. <laughs> oh no! I knew this day would come. We deserve it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't, yeah, I don't really have much. Like, Mo Kalen's weird. It's like the place where uh, the children of the forest were said to have brought down the Hammer of the Waters from, but, and like, there's all this different stories about, about it, and it's real weird. Well, it's like, it's like the division between mm. South and North, right? So it's like basically yeah. the division between the old gods and the fake gods yeah. or whatever. True. Mm-hmm. Okay, my here's my theory. So it's like Moat Caitlin. So that kind of sounds like Boat Caitlin. <laughs> oh, I like this theory so far. So you're saying that Theon wants to motorboat Caitlin? Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you cannot say that it's not true. You can't, but using that verb made it too real. <laughs> I guess that's it for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kay, do you have... Uh... Oh, shit, my brain theory? Yeah. Sure, we can talk about it if you want. Oh, yeah, brain theory. This is the opportune time okay. while I'm in my dumbest state. <laughs> okay, so this theory is, like, mostly not a joke, so you're going to have to listen very seriously. Yeah, we're switching gears <laughs> out of joke town police jail. It's also mostly not related to anything that happened in these chapters, but I've just been thinking about things. It's okay. So it's based on... Okay, first assumption that we need for this theory is that I think Azor Ahai is evil. I think everyone will mostly agree with that, that, like, he's not a good guy and that history is revisionist toward him. Yeah. And if he's evil and he's against the others, that means the others are probably not that evil? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're at least misunderstood, I guess. Yeah, I, I feel like they represent, like, 
like a natural world, like nature and stuff, you know, like people will say that they represent like global warming, but I don't really think that's exactly right. Yeah. But they are something about like the natural state of things and like the way things should be, I guess, basically, is yeah. what I will say. Gurm has. And then. Uh, Gurm has told us that they're like icy she, which, um, from like Irish, I think, folklore. Yeah. They're basically, like, spirits of the forest that protect it, and if you piss them off, they, uh... Or, like, try to destroy their forest, they fuck you up, so... Yeah, yeah. the Shia just, like, fairies, basically. Yeah. Like, like everyone is so scared of winter, but, like, you need winter to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just have no winter. So I think it's, you know, like, a normal nature cycle is good. So then, uh, this theory is also taking something from the TV show... <laughs> Which is, there is a Night King in the TV show, but I think that that's <laughs> fake. I don't think that that's real. They made him up for whatever reason. They, like, heard about the Night's King story and were like, well, we can steal that name or whatever. Because they wanted there to be a leader of the others that their guys could fight against. Mm-hmm. So my theory is that there is a leader of the others, but I think that it's the Night Queen. And I think that she is real mm-hmm. and we will see her. So you're saying women on why. top. Yeah. Yes. One, because Azorahai is evil and his whole thing is killing women. So he would be fighting <laughs> against the Night Queen. And then we have the whole theme of like women losing their babies and the whole thing that the others do is like take babies and like want them. Like the Night Queen mm-hmm. like the story of the Night Queen was like the whatever guy gave her, her his seed or whatever. But I think it was more like giving her like babies. Not not really, like, having her be pregnant, but, like, giving her, like, babies to be the mother for. Because she's, like, other and mother kind of rhyme and are similar. Well, it says, um, mm-hmm. uh, afterward they found out that they'd been sacrificing to the others. It says he gave mm-hmm. her a seed, and, yeah, it could be... Yeah, I think they're, like, a conflation, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely, you can... I mean, Danny calls herself the, like, seed of kings and whatever Yeah. in this chapter, so it can just be children. And then, also, I have that another thing that's similar to this is uh, Nymeria's wolf pack is, like, a big, strong lady queen in charge of all these, like, smaller guys would be, like, the night queen being in charge of all the other others. Mm-hmm. So this is my brain theory, mostly. The the Night King from TV show is fake, and they wouldn't put Night Queen in it because either George wouldn't tell them or they hate women who are zombies, just like Catelyn. Mm-hmm. That's why so they I think didn't that this give us something. Blue Cersei. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Night Queen will <laughs> make the floor map blue. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> See, she wouldn't forget. She would never forget the floor map. She's got her priorities. She knows that we need to see that floor map. Do you think the uh, a night queen in the show would have just been a sexy lady with like uh, blue body paint? Yeah, they would have fucked <laughs> yes. it up for sure. <laughs> she would just yeah. have like I- big icy tit. <laughs> they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have like let that opportunity go, right? So I I've got some things to toss your way, Kate. Um, so there's uh-huh. there's a lot of similar like systems like this in addition to the wolf pack with Nymeria so there's also um Danny and the Unsullied mm-hmm. and the Unsullied say that they worship like some goddess that they can't tell anyone else that her name 
So that's kind of like the nameless Ooh. thing of the the old gods. Um, there's uh, the, the Night's Watch too. Before the seven came, all of them would have been swearing their vows to the heart trees. So uh, to the old gods. So like, um, and the my idea, or it's not my idea, but like the idea I subscribe to is that. Um, this is the point of the, like, weirwood stigmata thing, the, like, with, uh, all these ladies, uh, looking like the weirwoods at certain points, um, mm -hmm. is that Nissa Nissa, like, opened the door to the, the underworld, like, and, uh, opened it up for, uh, Azor High and basically, like, became the weirwood net, so if they're all, like, swearing their vows to the trees, they're swearing it to Nissa Nissa's. Um, at least partially anyway. So that's like, it, it's really hard to figure out because it, it could be that because they like, they're so closely interlocked. Um, the same thing with, uh, Night King giving her his seed and like sacrificing to the others that makes the others also like his children, but it's, they're also her children. So it's hard to tell, like, who's leading them. Like, he could be, like, Az you know, Azor High Night King could also be in the weirwood net, like, you know, spurring them on with, like, whips or whatever, like, forcing them to do this because he won't let them back in their home or something like that. So, like, who's in charge is, like, really hard to tell. Mm -hmm. um, I had some, like, less connected ideas that Night King could also be another child that got given to her and not actually, like, a king or husband because he, like, gives her like, giving a seed is, you know, like, giving a child, so it could be like, the first child that got given to her and not, like, an actual husband or man. Hmm. Um, I think the way that works is that um, this is kind of similar that, like, Night King's child one of his children that was going to be, like, turned into another or whatever got stolen by last hero and uh mm -hmm. that's where like i don't know that's why we have like all these um people trying to steal babies from uh knight's king figures like davos and um edric and ned with liana's baby and mm -hmm. uh sam and gilly uh but yeah Mm -hmm. We gotta. I think we gotta organize our thoughts. <laughs> I think the thoughts are pretty good. I think that we have it figured out, and George will tell us good job. Yeah. Because this theory no, is basically based on the idea that the one of the biggest themes in the books is uh, how bad misogyny is. Yeah. So basically, it's like you know, mm -hmm. because these people are like disrespecting the Night Queen, disrespecting like the natural order of things it's fucking everything up mm. yeah no i definitely agree with that i think that like mm -hmm. the blood betrayal he it's in the world book the like bloodstone emperor usurping power from his sister who was the amethyst empress um he kind of like he says that's like one of the things that's believed to be the start of the long night and i'd agree too because it's the same thing as Azor High stabbing his wife with a sword, because if their Valyrians got their practice of inter sibling marriages or whatever from the Great Empire of the Dawn, then Amethyst Empress, and they got their purple eyes from the Amethyst Empress, 
and Danny is, uh, her eyes are called, like, amethyst, um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, then they would also be brother and sister, or they'd be, you know, married as well as brother and sister, but mm-hmm. anyway. Turns out stabbing your wife with the sword is bad, and it's not actually it's bad the thing. even if you're epic about it. <laughs> it's bad praxis. Mm. Yeah. I don't think it's the way that you actually okay. s- stop the long night. I think it's how you start it. Yeah, it's it's evil to hate women, and if you do it, then you will die. Yeah, and your uh, Star Wars trilogy will get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have happened to anyone more deserving. <laughs> Alrighty. Anybody else got some some stuff to chew on? I don't. Mm. No, not really. <laughs> I got some tree eggs to chew on, but that's Ooh. a different story. Careful, you'll chip a tooth. Thinking about the Nusinissa stuff and how it's like the bell in Hong Kong where they couldn't cast it and it kept breaking into pieces until the daughter of the bell maker like jumps into the molten metal and then the bell comes out, right? I don't know that story. What? That's not a very good story. I don't think that I support it. No, she she dies in the bell, but the bell's like all streaked with red and stuff, so it's it's cool, you know? Huh. Like What's the bell before? Cool uh, it's just like the town bell. <laughs> just like a nice bell that they wanted. You know, like yeah. a it's a city bell. More than a daughter. It's like basically the king. The king keeps giving money for this. Uh, I guess bronze maker to make this bell. And the first time it's full of holes. And then he gives him another purse of gold and says, "Make it again." And then he makes it, and it splits into three. And he says, "If you don't do it right this time, I'm going to execute you." And so that's why the daughter then mm. sacrifices herself. Hmm. Uh, by jumping into the bell. Hmm. I mean, what's what's one child's life against the cool bell, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> does a ding. <laughs> and I think the bell's meant to cool. scream as well, which is meant mm. to be her scream. Right. Cool story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the the warning sound. I mean, that's like the I've said before. I think that um, Nissa Nissa's cry of anguish and ecstasy puts a crack on the face of the moon, and that's that scream. There's some, there's, uh, there's like something with like horn blasts and like screams and stuff being equated and being, uh, and being like also like swords. It's like another mechanism for doing some kind of action, I guess. It's a really vague way to put it, but, um, but it can also be, you know, the three horn blasts that horn for the others. So that would be like the, the bell tolling for enemies coming or something like that. Wait, three is others? Oh, fuck, I'm writing this down. <laughs> You're on whenever he comes to the king's mood, blows his horn three times. He's another man. Yeah, he, well, he's, an, he's a, definitely a Night's King guy. Oh, I also wanted to do the like, the one line Catelyn says, my sister is not about to stir beyond, beyond her bloody gate. Oh, you think it's mm-hmm. so funny. I mean, I don't think it, I think it's a little funny. It's not that funny. <laughs> She had a baby, so you can't even say it. Oh, yeah, but she's... It's... I don't know. <laughs> it's not that funny. It sucks. But it, it's just, like, funny that George... George put on a small hat. Just a little hat. And he had a chuckle to himself. It's like a little tiny hat underneath the bigger hat. <laughs> Alright. Uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully I'll edit this into something <laughs> listenable. <laughs> I think it's good. Oh, I want to plug my appearance on uh, Fear Baiting, which is last week's guest Sarah's podcast. 
we talked about we talked about Ready or Not, which is a really fun uh, horror comedy movie. I would very much recommend watching the movie and then listening to our episode. It was really fun to do. Cool. Please listen to my podcast about Scooby Doo. Please, please do. <laughs> I'm like almost caught up at this, like halfway through. I think <laughs> there's not that many episodes. We just did. Um, it's not up yet, but we did um, Scooby Natural, which is the Supernatural and Scooby Doo oh crossover episode. <laughs> Have you watched Supernatural before, or was that like a... Yeah, no, I'm familiar. Um, <laughs> That's the voice you have to use when you're familiar with Supernatural. <laughs> I'll say, for a Scooby-Doo episode, weirdly horny. Huh. But for a Supernatural episode, not very horny at all. No- normal levels of horny, yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I have, like, ever so- even when I was a child, I hated Scooby-Doo. I've always hated it. <laughs> That's okay. so, That's so fucked up. I'm sorry. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. He's a puppy. He he's really annoying. He's... Is the thing I hate his voice and uh, all the episodes are the same. Oh yeah, same. but that's why the podcast is good. The, the podcast is about acknowledging acknowledging the flaws within the product. I'll, I'll give it a shot. It's a good show. Also, if you ever want to do the live action movies, I would have to come on that one. Oh my god, that would be very good, and I would I would enjoy that. I think that would be good. We do have to do them. Um, great scrappy line. You don't have the scrote for this job. Okay, <laughs> Ew, I don't like that. It's not a bad Rowan Atkinson performance, honestly. <laughs> Just putting his heart into it. Yeah. Y'all ever watch the Flintstones live action? Oh yes. No. Yes, it's got Carl McLaughlin in it, so of course. <laughs> I I was riffing on it on Edge of Pods in an episode, but I haven't actually seen the... Me neither. We just bought it, brought it up as, like, the uh, biggest achievement in John Goodman's career. God, that Wait. was him, huh? That was him. It was him. Yeah. <laughs> it was him. But only the first one. I think they couldn't afford him for, like, the direct-to-DVD sequels. <laughs> the, I think the Holy Trinity is, like... Uh, John Goodman in the Flintstones live-action movie, um, Ron Atkinson in the Scooby-Doo movie, and Bill Murray in the Garfield movies. <laughs> he was in that! He's Garfield! Two dregs of live-action. Like, I never saw any... I just have, like, this... One of those ancient, like, primordial memories of, like, uh, seeing the Flintstones movie, like... I guess it was a VHS or something, or a DVD, I don't know, in a drawer. I just see, like, I just remember the cover as from when I was, like, I don't know, two years old or some stupid thing. It's just, like, one of those ones that's just completely contextless and, like, it's just floating around in your brain still. I love the cartoon. Like, I was was really into the Flintstones as a a kid, and I, I remember that the live action movie was on tv but like i missed mm. it or something i think i saw it in in theaters even <laughs> i remember getting really pissed off that uh the one guy his friend catches a like a hornet in a clam and then uses that to shave <laughs> it's uh, like good shit i was trying to imagine like the, how the logic of it was would actually work and it's like i'm imagining the like needle from the hornet poking through no okay i'm not supporting this but the way it works is the the hornet is just to make it buzz like it's just i I understand but it does but like that's not all right 
I just remember getting pissed at that as a child also. I was a very, like, humorless child, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> just a dour child. <laughs> I, I guess no jokes, only logic. I, I was kind of like that, like, with... Uh, I think, like, at the age of 10 or 11, I was already, like, a book snob who was upset about <laughs> adaptations of books I've read for, like, the tiniest changes. Anyway, let's end the episode. I really pissed at the Flintstones TV show for not being, like, accurate to the source material. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor was in the Flintstones live-action movie. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Elizabeth Taylor, Halle Berry, Kyle MacLachlan. Lachlan? Kyle MacLachlan was in that You can say Leclan. his name however you want. McLachlan. Rosie O'Donnell. Rick Moranis played Barney Rubble. Okay. What? Wow, that's a star studded cast. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Wow. Must be a good movie then. Okay, we should finish this podcast. <laughs> yeah, none of this was in the yeah. podcast, right? Jay <laughs> Leno was in it, okay. So, but welcome to uh, old shit. <laughs> our, Flintstones, our Flintstones bonus episode. The backdoor pilot. <laughs> <laughs> now who's that's the, worth listening. Who's to. the despicable guy and who's the worst character in the Flintstones? Uh, the main guy, right? Fred Flintstone. Yeah, I feel like he's so. Like okay, fuck Fred. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the opposite of yeah. my guys thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah. Always. Fuck Jorah. He was in this one and he sucked. Yeah, yeah. He sucked. Fuck Littlefinger. He's out there somewhere. <laughs> He's Fuck twirling Kai his Drogo and his, like, glistening manhood. Fuck you if you glisten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you glisten, you gotta stop. Fuck Edward for glistening in the sun. I mean, he definitely sucks. Fuck that guy. Yeah. That was my attempt at a Twilight joke. If I don't know if it came off. I understood. I understood. Okay, cool. I thought you were talking about Eddard and like his <laughs> when he was uh, hanging. At first, I thought you meant Edmure, and I was like, I mean, guess I guess fuck that guy. But okay, nah, Edmure is nice. No, I like Edmure. He's good. But a lot He's of people nice. will say fuck him for the one time he did a war strategy. Uh. He did kind of fuck up there, but... Bye. 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 The podcast ended half an hour ago. Up and over we go through the wave and undertow. I will float until I learn how to swim. Inside my mother in a garbage bin. Until I find myself again. Again. Oh. Up and over we go, mouths open wide and still and snow. I will-